0: Hello, this is Shani from Happy Hour News. This episode may contain graphic subject matter that might not be appropriate for all listeners. Be advised.
1: Doo, 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 doo.
2: Here we go.
0: This is uh one of them podcasts that you just can't wait to listen to, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I can't wait to do it, man. Yeah, man. This be our, our third in our uh, build, third, third episode, including the members of the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. You know, and I
0: don't think Matt understands that for the past three episodes, we've been promoting the shit out of their show. You
2: know, get over it, man. He's just, that's just <laughs> Matt, all right? <laughs> Fucking asshole. Just get over it. We'll no, do I we'll, don't care. Yeah.
0: You're going to break your cord there if you keep twisting it. Yeah, be all right. Until you can't hear me, I I need some new headphones.
2: You just need a new cord. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So So, I've got a freaking raging cold this week.
0: I can hear that.
2: Yeah. I'm drinking. He's drinking. I'm on the wagon until I lose 20 more pounds. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: What the hell you been up to, man, besides getting sick and losing weight? And,
2: and not drinking? And not drinking. <laughs> exactly that.
0: That's about it, That's huh? That's
2: about it, yep.
0: Well, I listened to this other, this uh, podcast. I usually don't listen to the mainstream shit, but uh, I listened to Joe Rogan experience today about some gal that escaped North Korea. And Holy fuck, man. That is one for the ages. You need to listen to that out there in podcast land. I mean... You think you got it bad here in the U.S. with vaccine mandates and passports? We're on our
2: way to North Korea, I think. No, I don't think we're anywhere in even in the. You give up your
0: anymore. liberties little by no, little. No, no, no. There's no know. way of getting them back.
2: There. Uh, well, uh, I, I, uh, I agree uh, that it, that if you don't exercise your rights, you can lose them.
0: Your rights are like muscles.
2: Yeah, they have to be exercised, or you lose them. Right, but right but there's right. no way the american people on either side of the political spectrum would put up with anything like what they have in north korea i mean we Yet. are we are an armed population you yeah. think some knucklehead like kim jong un is going to come through and just you know declare his dead grandpa the president of the united states then uh, i don't i don't think i don't think it's going to fly well, i don't i don't think anybody not in else, your lifetime i don't think anybody else in the world would allow it to happen
0: we don't know that. We've made a lot of fucking enemies.
2: This is true. But we also still have a lot of really strong allies.
0: Yeah, which is only written on paper.
2: Yeah, but they need us. I mean, we're, we're still the strongest economy in the world. All right, and they need us. We just sent Israel a billion dollars for their uh <laughs>
0: Where the fuck do we get that money?
2: Well, you and me.
0: I don't have a billion dollars. I don't either. And we only have what? 300 million people in the u.s 341 million I okay think. now how many dollars per person would that be to create a billion dollars
2: called fiat currency it doesn't exist it, it doesn't exist it doesn't right exist.
0: where did that money come from it don't exist it's made up out
2: of whole cloth yeah, <laughs> yeah. so let's get into socioeconomic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but tonight's supposed to be about florida man and yes here in a couple of minutes we are going to have the florida man well, i don't
0: know about the it's
2: well, a florida man. he's our florida it's man.
0: a man from florida yeah we yeah. can't call him florida man because he does he's not in these fucked up headlines that we've been reading about in the fucking news
2: and he's not from florida no
0: he's not from florida he just happens to live there and he's going to be our first florida man interview
2: and i'm going to call him right now you do that We'll see if she rings <laughs> See if he picks it up. Brendan Haggerty on the line.
0: Can't hear him, man.
2: Hello.
1: Yeah, there is this he is. Is this Brendan? This Brendan. All right. Yes, yeah, we, we got a
3: little intro
0: now. for you right now. Just hold on a second. Okay. I don't know if you heard that, Brandon. We had a little Blue Oyster Cult playing for you. Uh,
1: I, I, I heard part of it. It broke up a little bit, but uh, I did hear part of it.
2: Yes. All right. Well, if you listen to our episode, you
0: might hear a little bit more of it.
2: Yeah, this podcasting over the phone thing tends to get a little broken up sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys sound fine now. It's just the, the recording. I can tell it was something, and I thought I heard Florida, man.
2: Yeah, it's uh, Blue Oyster Cult, their latest big hit, Florida, man. Florida, man, that's... Some-
1: Lord knows we need a
2: Blue Oyster Cult to yeah.
1: celebrate all, all things Florida. All things
2: Florida. That's what we're all about tonight. So how are you, Brendan?
1: I'm doing well. How are you
2: guys? Oh, not bad. I'm st- stuck down with a stupid cold.
1: Oh, that sucks.
2: Yeah. How are you feeling? I understand that you had a rough go. Yeah,
1: yeah. We uh, we had, uh, had a, a friend of mine uh, who had a massive heart attack in his doctor's office, which is Kind of ironic. Anyway.
2: Convenient.
0: There was
1: a big funeral. Yeah, he was right there. Uh, A big funeral. And uh, he was, you know, a pretty popular guy. A lot of people flew in from other places. We knew him up in D.C. And uh, we had just this super spreader event. There was probably, at one point, a couple hundred people all gathered in this little lobby waiting to get into where the service was. And I remember standing there, and my smarter friend who had a mask on was like, you are not wearing a mask. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, man. I'm from Florida. And I got COVID.
2: <laughs> Damn, man. Just you or everybody in the family?
1: Everybody in the family. Oh, uh, man. My, my, my brother-in-law got it. He got tested first. He was at the funeral. Um, and then I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, I'm sure we all have it. And sure enough, I got sick. My wife got sick. My mother-in-law got sick. My kids got sick. It was it was the plague house for a couple of weeks. Did you but, all
2: come out okay on the other end?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. good, we good. All, we, we all came fine. It was really... Um, you know, despite, you know, uh, my wife and has asthma, so we were always, you know, there was always that concern and my mother-in-law's in her seventies so and that Ooh. concern, but yeah, you know, those girls are from Minnesota. So they were, yeah. they were strong. <laughs> they were, they were out chopping wood while I was laying in bed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How long did that last?
1: Uh, it was about two, two weeks, two solid weeks of like mostly just being super exhausted. Like
0: that's what i hear yeah i you. couldn't even
1: hardly yeah i couldn't even hardly get out of bed i didn't have any sort of breathing problems or i wasn't really running a fever i just felt like shit but when it happened i thought i had some sort of stomach thing because it started in my gut i thought is that egg salad bad i don't know <laughs> and then i was like and then like an hour later i'm like hey, I, told, I told my wife i'm like i'm gonna go lay down and then about an hour after that she's like oh god matt just or, or her brother said you know he tested positive for covid i'm like oh shit i had covid
3: this oh, is what covid shit. is so did you go
0: anyway, get tested I'm, and you're you're a statistic now
1: oh yeah i'm one of those i'm one of those breakout the summer of uh the summer of covid in florida cases so yeah i went and got tested about i guess about the next day i finally got my strength up to get the car and drive down there and stick that thing on my nose which i thought was interesting like you self administer that at this point Like i had this idea i was going to go in a room and this like lady like nurse ratchet kind of person was going to come out of this foot long thing and stick it in my nose but no it wasn't that bad
0: medication time medication
2: time (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) well it's good to hear uh, that you're
0: back you're back on your feet and you're over that shit it's
2: good to hear you back on your podcast too Exactly.
1: Oh yeah. In fact, in fact, nothing stopped me. I'm 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 got a pack tonight because I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow afternoon. Uh, my son, my youngest son, turns 21 on Saturday, and so we are all going to the, uh, the Dropkick Murphys' <gasps> and
2: show <Nice>. in
1: uh, <gasps> in Atlanta. So my oh, wife she's not going to go to the concert because she's like, you're going to get you're going to get Atlanta COVID. But um, <laughs> oh we're gonna no. Go.
0: You got Florida
2: antibodies going through your system. You're you're good to go. Yeah. T- tell them, Desantis yeah. said you couldn't get it again.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. Desantis has already passed a rule that says no one gets it, and it's fine.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move past the COVID, COVID bullshit because, goddamn, it's good to hear your voice again, Brandon.
1: Oh, thanks, man. It's good to hear you guys.
0: Yeah. So, have you had a chance to listen to our our other two uh, episodes with Matt and Greg?
1: I did. I, I've listened to, I kind of, I've listened to those two for sure, but I mean, I, I do go through your, I, I'm, I'm kind of a YouTube guy, so I've watched a few of the ones on YouTube because I like yeah. to watch you guys because I think that's just as entertaining as listening. But um, I've also listened to some similar stuff. But I, I tell you what, here's what I, I scan through and I, I take, I grab, you know, your titles. I'm like, oh, let's listen to this. But <laughs> so, yeah, I did listen to the, I think I've listened to both the, both, uh, Fletcher being one and two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did listen to the Matt and the the Greg thing. I think it's great that you guys did this. I mean, yeah, I mean, Matt, I've, Matt, Matt, Matt. I know, and Matt, I've known for a long time. Greg was really new to me. I didn't know any of that stuff. All that yeah. stuff, I thought I'd never have heard his music. That that's oh, great. Right. and yeah. that's you know that's the yeah. thing.
0: You know, you guys, Matt was all confused why we wanted to separate you. I was like, God damn, you guys each have a story to tell. And he was oh, just yeah. like, "Oh, you guys never have guests. Why do you have?" I am like, yes, we do. He just and- doesn't
2: ever listen to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And now tonight, yeah, you know, yeah we're going to get your story and how you uh, came yeah. into QSB and what your past is. And I heard on, on a couple okay. of different occasions that you were you were uh, knew Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love back in the day before it was even a thing.
1: I, I certainly, I mean. No, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, buddies. Not buddy-buddy, but,
0: um, but, you know. Yeah,
1: but I knew him. Um, the, the, the punk sort of scene in Seattle in the mid-'80s was, you know, not a huge scene. And we all ended up at the same concerts, and then we'd all end up at the same after-party. So it was multiple times that, you know, he was there. Now, he and Chris were from Aberdeen, which is not close. I mean, they they had to hike it in, so they wanted every show. So they, they would usually show up to the biggest, like Black Flag would come to town, they'd be there. Circle Church would come to town, they'd be there. So it was just pretty but, much you know, serendipity. I've been, I've been the book. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember my, you know, I remember sitting on a couch with him and thinking to myself, "This poor kid." I mean, I didn't say kid because he was my age. It's like this poor guy is fucked up, and it <laughs> <laughs> was super sad. I just so bad for him. You know, in the Seattle scene, there was like, there was the you know the kind of the 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 pot smoking skater kids which i was a part of that crew and then there was the the heroin kids and he was kind of part of the heroin kids and i just wasn't into the you know yeah. that needle yeah.
2: so were, were you a musician did you play music <laughs> no i had friends that did and uh
1: i i you know glommed onto him, them and i tried to play bass for a while but it was terrible um we had a band and uh at one point uh, a guitar player brought me aside and said look man i love you like a brother but I, you can't keep up. and i'm like yeah i know <laughs> so, he goes, so he goes but you you're a hell of a songwriter so you write all the lyrics and we'll come up with the music and then you get up and you see down on screen and that's the band." i'm like that sounds a lot easier than me trying to learn this bass. Oh, hell yeah. i just don't have the
2: pretend to play yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, there, there, and there's no shame in any of that because dude i, I can play the radio and that's it Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So I was, I was in the music scene, but I mean, you know, Greg's an actual musician. I mean, he's actually, and and he sells. We were. He
0: sells himself short on it. I mean, that's that's the thing is he he doesn't really call himself a musician, but from what we heard, I I mean, that's that's music. That's you know, that's punk. That's punk rock right there. And it's sad that he's not playing anymore.
1: I know. I, I thought you know. It's funny. I had the same. I had the same thought. I was like, "There's. There are probably, you know, you probably can't swing a dead cat in Portland without hitting some former 40, 50 year old ex-punk rocker who would just True. love to play music again, and a bunch of old guys who would come love to come and hear that kind of music again." Uh, he could be making. He could be doing a lot better. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but you know,
0: he like does, I said, he does
2: what he wants to do, and you know, I, I guess I give him props for that.
0: That's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so you guys, I think it's pretty brilliant that I mean, Matt knows you from years ago and he just met Greg mm-hmm. about 5 years ago and you guys got this podcast. They're obviously in the same town or something like that. And you're yeah. you're a continent away basically. How did you end yeah. up in Florida? Oh, well,
1: let's see. The short story is that oh we got uh, an hour it,
0: brandon we need the long uh, and
1: <laughs> drawn out i was before moving here i worked in washington dc i worked on capitol Hill, and i was a political operative let's just say it that way okay but i, I was young and uh that um that line of works a lot like hollywood you know it's like you're, you're only as good as the last movie you had. you are always trying to get a break. You end up doing a lot of shit parts in other people's shitty movies just trying to get your break. And that's kind of how politics works. And um, so I was in D.C. doing that, and uh, I thought, you, you know, this is this is going to make um, Matt and, and Greg Clench. I got pretty connected within the Republican Party because they paid better, let's just be honest. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and so there was a point where um, and still remember this. There was a point where there was a meeting. I remember having this meeting, and I was I wasn't a, a Christian conservative, you know, kind of Republican. I was more of a libertarian, Cato Institute, you know, fiscal conservative side. And so they brought us onto this room because the, the 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 real the real directors and producers of the crazy show that. <laughs> Wasn't even have as crazy. Benefit is now. Shit. Okay, guys. Here's what's going to happen. We're gonna we're gonna impeach the president. Oh. I'm like, oh. wow. Okay. And what what are we impeaching the president? He's got a blowjob. lied about it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's really a stupid fucking plan. <laughs> and I remember this. The guy next to me who was like an economist who went to Yale or something. No, I didn't do any of that shit. He looked at me and he goes. I think I'm in the wrong meeting. And I'm like, yeah, you're definitely in the wrong meeting, bro. <laughs> so I kind of objected to the whole idea, and I probably shouldn't have done that. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a Jerry McGuire moment. Uh, you know, I just didn't really have any work. I wasn't making any money anyway. And uh, I had a friend who moved to Florida from Los Angeles and was starting a magazine. And I'd done magazine work in the past, you know. And so he said, hey, I'm starting this magazine in Florida. I think, I think my wife and I, um, had just had our first kid, um, the car we had, I was out on the road and the car we had broke down at like a, you know, like a, I don't know if it was Walmart, but like a Walmart kind of thing. My wife had to get picked up with a kid from some friend because I was out of town and I was just like, I got to get out of this town. So we moved out of here and, uh, worked with the guy in the magazine and we started having kids and. You,
0: you just kind of stayed there. How long have you been there now?
1: Uh since ninety-six. Oh since shit. Litton that's like twenty six
0: years. <laughs> yeah. Twenty six years. Almost twenty six
1: and ninety yeah, seven.
0: You just, you just yeah. uh, uh that's when I graduated high school. <laughs> so you, Thanks, you yeah. guys you guys just celebrated your thirty year anniversary.
1: Yeah, thirty years um, happy anniversary, yeah, man. Thank you. We that, um, the, that's a the, milestone. Our actual, it is. It's uh, it's not easy. Um, <laughs> we our actual anniversary is um, in August, uh, a little August eighteenth, and we both had COVID at the time. Ugh. Yeah.
0: That puts a <laughs> so, hold on everything.
1: So, yeah. So so the thirtieth, we like you know there was all these we had all these plans for the thirtieth, and we we're gonna go stay at a hotel and blah blah blah. But then COVID hit, and we're like you know. We, we, like, ordered in and then went upstairs and fell asleep. And that was kind of our actual 30th. So this month, last week, we, we actually sort of uh, went and stayed at a hotel down in St. Pete and had a good time. Nice.
2: nice. Yeah. So how far, how far are you from St. Petersburg? Uh,
1: it's about, it's probably about 20 minutes with the traffic in this town. Is oh, so it's not that inch.
2: far, huh? No,
1: no, I'm I'm probably driving. Wise, probably at thirty minutes from St. Pete. Pinellas or Pinellas County is this this big weird scrotum on the scrotum that is Florida. And
4: uh, Pinellas Deflated County, scrotum. I'm
1: about yeah, it's a it's a, yeah, it's like a tumor maybe. <laughs> but I live about midway on right. the scrotum. St. Pete is at one end, and then you go north into Meth Country when you get into like Pasco County. Yeah, I I wanted to ask you about
2: Pasco County. (laughs) I heard (laughs) you make the comment before that it was a a different kind of world from Manilas County.
1: County. Well, yeah, it is. It's sort of, um, Clearwater, which again is kind of like the middle of that peninsula. From here down south into St. Pete, it's, it's Florida for sure, but. You go north, you start to get into northern Florida. You start to get away from, like, the population centers. Paxfield County is the first county after Pinellas County ends. And, uh, yeah, it gets real it gets real sketchy real quick.
2: Yeah, are you familiar with, a lot of, with Grady Judd, the sheriff up there?
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah, he's my hero, man. <laughs> I love to watch his videos on
1: YouTube. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is very super popular down here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, he's Pasco County. That's
0: right. I guess when I lived in Florida, I was up in the uh, Floribama region. I was in Pensacola when I went to a school for the Navy, and and I I got a little taste of the craziness, but not as much as the deeper south you go. The more I don't know, bath salty it is. Yeah,
1: no, I mean Pensacola again is you again. You go you go up Florida, you go over into the. The Panhandle, yeah, um, and you got you know some some, you know college towny, spring breaky kind of stuff. You definitely get some weird shit because you are right there under Alabama, and and there is just that whole Florida, Bama thing that happens up there. Yeah, you go over to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's just a big Navy town um, with a lot of shootings. Um, Yeah, well, in um, Pensacola, there there was a
0: lot of stabbings. Even the brief time (laughs) I was there, I was like, "Well, what the shit, man." (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's a scabby town, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jackson, Jacksonville, Jacksonville is a shooting town. Um, I was in Jacksonville for a brief time. Um, well, actually more of a brief few years, um, my strange past took me on the, uh, my wife is an educator. And so we got into creating this literacy program and we were working with, you know, uh, African American churches and boys and girls clubs. And we were, teaching older kids how to teach younger kids how to read. It was,
3: oh, nice. it was kind of
1: a kumbaya kind of cool thing. But we ended up, I ended up spending, both of us spent about three, four years of our life just touring Florida ghettos. Um, because that's where our, you know, our kids were. Yep. And I was at Jacksonville in a public housing and we were having a graduation. So we had this graduation. The kids are getting up, they're getting a little search everybody's clapping and their local ministers, they're giving a speech. We had the doors open because the, community room had no ac and this is like august so it's yeah. miserable and so i'm standing there with one of the i think the youth pastor at this church like literally me my wife the only white people in the room and all of a sudden we hear this <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me and i'm like is that what i think it is and he's like yeah shut the doors I'm like, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that'll stop I a shoot. bullet <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we shut the doors and then we're like hey kids Let's let's turn off all the lights. Yeah. All the lights went off, and all the kids are like huddled down. And I'm like, "Now what?" He goes, "Well, we're gonna have to walk these kids home." I'm like, Ooh. "Who's we, to <laughs> We're <laughs> gonna walk these kids." You got a mouse in your pocket, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we ended up, yeah, we ended up escorting, you know, two by two these kids. Like, okay, now where do you live? And we'd be walking, and sure enough, you know, they went from kindergarten up to like maybe third or fourth grade. We get to kindergarten, he's like, I don't know where I live. We're like, oh, now oh, it's time yeah. for you to learn, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Does that house look familiar? <laughs> Luckily, I was with the minister, and he's like, no, I think he lives over there. I'm like, okay, good.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, what a way to have to live, you know? Or to in, grow in a, up. Yeah, in an area where you, know, know. you have to worry about just bullets flying randomly.
1: Yeah, Damn. no. And, you know, I, I spent, you know, my wife sort of drugged me into that life we, we, when we left UT we came down here and um up there she was always my wife so I came, when we came down here i said okay let's let's do your thing what do you you know what, what's your thing what do you want to do she's like I, I really want to help kids learn how to read and blah 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 i'm like okay let's do that so i spent the next you know whatever 20 of our years together uh, being her husband and there this was go. one of those times <laughs> so i would just I would do all this stuff to kind of support her in, in what she was doing. And I, I really loved it, but she was the one that drugged me into it. Cause I, I don't know that I would have chose that on my own.
0: So you still doing that today or what's, what's the, what's the plan today?
1: No, um, we're both just really selfish old people. Um, we, we kind of retired. It's kind of like we've retired out at, you know, at our 20 year point, we've yeah. been doing social work and, uh, you know, uh, campaign work and cause-related stuff pretty much our entire adult life. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't pay well. Um, I to have some sort of side hustle to kind of keep the bills up paid. But, um, you know, we got to a point where we both went, you know, we've done what we could. We've certainly touched a lot of lives, which is true.
0: That's, that's um, the thing, though. Morally, it yeah, paid it, off big time.
1: Oh, God. I, can't, I There's I, There's been more than one time where I've, like, been here in, in you know, is not a big town. I'll be at the Walmart or I'll be at a 7-Eleven or some, you know, convenience store somewhere. And there was one time in particular where I'd be like, I'm at the grocery store and I'm just getting groceries. And this very, you know, well to you know, good-looking, you know, professional African-American woman supposed to been in her 20s comes up and she goes, Mr. Brendan? And I'm like, Uh, yeah, I guess so. Sure. And she's like, you don't remember me, do you? And she goes, I don't expect that you would. And I'm like, no, I don't. And, uh, she's like, I I used to get tutored at you and your wife's learning center. And I'm like, oh, Oh, that's cool. And I, 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 I I finished high school with A's. I'm a nurse now. And I just want to really thank you and your wife for everything you've done. And I'm like, holy shit.
2: Yeah, that's payday right there.
1: Yeah. Another one of our kids ended up in the NFL. Oh, wow. Nice. You know, not, 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 not our children. He right, the, yeah, yeah.
0: One of your protégés.
1: Yeah, one of the kids, his mom is actually, uh, uh, works for the Sheriff's Department here in Pinellas County still, and uh, she was driving by and it had free tutoring, and he was struggling in school, and, you know, he was a he was a good athlete. He was doing well in you know peewee football and all that, and she's like, look, he's not going to get anywhere if he doesn't learn to, you know, read and write. So he brought him in. We tutored him. Ended up going to, I think it was, I think it was Iowa State, I think. And uh, he ended up getting drafted in the NFL. Played for the Bucks for a couple of years. Went up to New England. You know, still his 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 mom is still, you know, very close. Right, she comes over all the time, and is he, on out with him.
0: Is he still playing today?
1: Mm-mm. No, I mean he was he. Um, he had a couple of injuries, and um, uh, yeah. Anyway, he
0: was, well, if he, you he want to name drop him, you know, let us know who he is. <laughs> he
1: was a he was a starter, but he wasn't he wasn't anybody that um, anyone would know. But anyway,
2: um, so, so yeah, so that so was fun. He how is that it that you and Matt were roommates? That's like because it sounds to me like you might be like at each end of a compass. <laughs> <laughs> um, well.
1: We, I met Matt in um, Los Angeles uh, originally, very briefly, because we did both work in kind of the public relations area. And he was working with some outfit or some company, and I was working with somebody else. And I think we ended up doing a project together. We, we ended up hanging out. Maybe we went out and had beers. You know, this was like we're in our 20s at this point. Um, then I ended up moving to D.C. Um, by way of. Minnesota, and then somehow or other, he ended up in D.C., and we, our roommates at the time we were living in a townhouse in Vienna, Virginia, and the, the couple that we were rooming with, my wife and I, moved out to get their own place, and uh, he and his now ex-wife were kicking around, because I think she lived there a little hazy. But anyway, they became our roommates, and so they lived with us for a while in in, uh, in Virginia. And um, most I can say about all of that is uh, when Holly and I talk about the days of Matt and his ex wife, uh, <laughs> it was really messy people. I'm not a clean person at all. I am not any kind of prude about that sort of stuff, but it was it was next level. Like
2: Holly and I was like, we've got to go talk to them now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, between the three of you guys on the, uh, squibble squabble and bicker podcast, I think that it's, I think the dynamic is perfect. It is.
0: After that third episode, when you appeared, I was like, holy shit, man, this, this is complete. Now you kind of, <laughs> you set the, you set the, the tone. I mean, you, you keep Matt mm. in line and you and Greg kind of quibble quibble over minutia, as I should put it, and it just yeah, it, it, it's like when we asked Matt. I mean, who's the quibble and the quabble and the bicker? He's like, nobody is any of them. But like you heard, we're all all of them. Yeah, right? which them. It's it it's it's a perfect fit. I mean, you guys have the perfect dynamic for your show, and that's you know that's why I started listening.
1: I, I I appreciate that it's it is mostly a happy accident. I remember when Matt called me, he goes, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast," I'm like, I haven't talked to you in five years. <laughs> <Now he's talking laughs>
0: so he just asked you, I say, think, "Hey, you wanna you wanna be the bicker yeah. or the you wanna?"
1: Yeah, he just he just said, that, you know, he kind of described it like he does. You know, it's like me and this guy, um, uh, we're doing this podcast, and I'm like, oh, and he's like, you want to do it? I'm like. Uh, sure, why not? What the hell? I don't care. I don't have nothing to do on a Tuesday night or whatever the hell it was when we started. And, um, and then, yeah, so then I just started and I've been here ever since. But yeah, no, it, it quickly became apparent to me that, that there, there needed to be. And I don't think that was necessarily. Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe you down underneath. Matt knew he needed somebody to kind of put his ass in check when he would just get a little yeah. extra abusive with Greg. And I'm like, no. <laughs>
2: Or or or, the, or your guests. I mean, <laughs> I I've heard him say some things, and you're like going, "Matt, shut up, shut up, shut up."
0: There are times when he gets out of line, and you put him right back in the line, which is you know, it's perfect.
1: Yeah, and and I, you know, I, I, I we used to have these uh, we used to have these uh, sorts of discussions um, all the way back when we were roommates. You know, back in the '90s, there were times where. And go, well, blah, blah, blah. Go, shut the fuck up. Come on. <laughs> and the thing
0: is, you know so, him well enough, you can do that. Greg, like you he said, he, he feels kind of uh put off on the whole mass shut the fuck up deal. He doesn't really feel like he can say that. And that's when you come in and yeah. say, Yeah, shut the fuck yeah. up, Matt.
3: Yeah, no, and, and Greg's Greg's a
1: Greg's a nice guy.
0: Yeah, he's he's a great guy. Very interesting. And I mean and his input too. It's just it's perfect. Like I said, I uh, Sanchez and I we love your show, and I hope you guys keep doing it, keep getting those crazy clients and those guests because you know sometimes you know sometimes I'm not really into it, but other times it's like I like to hear the guest reactions to what he has to say because it's it, that's that's golden.
2: My my favorite part is when you get a guest that it's obvious they don't exactly know what they're into. You know they they haven't done any of their homework, and it, right. it, and it the the banter kind of gets going, and you look at them and you can see their eyes glaze over, <laughs> like Matt says they check out. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> check out.
1: Yeah, no, we've we certainly had we've had our fair share of those guests. I've missed, I think, by just. Uh, again, lucky, lucky accidents. I've missed some of the more, in my opinion, uh, tougher clients like that. Like, I wasn't on for for uh, the young lady. Uh, I wasn't on for a couple of the young guys who, you know, just, they're great. I'm sure they're wonderful kids, but I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Tired of the same old grind? Want a change of scenery? Feel the need to go square grouper fishing? Try GIG Industries Florida Getaways. Walk to sandy beaches and find real bricks of cocaine. See actual naked meth addicts masturbating in public. Go swimming with live alligators in your hotel swimming pool. For a limited time, GIG Industries is offering the perfect plan for a weekend getaway. This plan includes bail deposit in case you run into Sheriff Grady Judd, complimentary use of military grade battle vests, guided tours of the most popular prostitute hangouts, one Narcan nasal applicator and defibrillator available upon request. All packages have open return dates in case of accidental incarceration. So contact your local GIG Industries representative and book your floor getaway today.
0: B.I.G. assumes no responsibility for arrest, hospitalization, or any victim-related injuries, including but not restricted to flesh-eating viruses, flesh-eating drug addicts, drug cartel murder squads, or decapitation by
2: alligator.
4: Screaming Chewy Show Podcast, where every episode is a wild card. Topics can vary from history of heavy metal, conspiracies, how to overthrow a government, yeah... That was a good one. How to survive a zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. You might want to check that one out, right? Or things like spirituality and the science behind it. I talk about anything and everything. I have guests such as my friends, authors, motivational speakers, entrepreneurs, and celebrities I bring it all to you. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. Available on all major platforms. And don't forget to subscribe. I drop multiple episodes every week. Peace, Screaming Chewy Show.
0: So, we haven't done any stories for the past couple episodes because, you know... Our, our show is pretty much premised on fucked up stories in Florida, man. So we got a couple yeah. of Florida man stories here that maybe you've heard of. Maybe you haven't. But we just kind of want to get your quibbly squabbly bickery opinion on them and maybe
2: uh oh, okay. shed some light on First what's all, going on. Let me just say that I, I see like markers when I'm, you know, I'm looking up stories and I'm on the, you know, the Florida man Reddit site and stuff. Seems like there's like a lot of naked people running around, and a lot, um, of, a lot of public masturbation, <laughs> and a lot of mess.
1: Yeah.
0: and a lot of combination of the three. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, the the yeah no. That's the, the, the all of those things are true, um, <laughs> and it you know there's a lot of it in Central Florida where I live. Um,
0: Is it the heat or the nice weather or the lack of, I don't know.
1: I mean, you're not originally you
0: to, from Florida, so you can have an outside perspective on, you know, what's going on.
1: I honestly believe it's the heat. I, for one, think that this much heat um, on this prolonged period of time um, affects, your, affects your mind and uh, well-being. Which so, is why, you know, so after you have 20-plus years, I'm trying to get the hell out of here.
0: You have no cold weather whatsoever. What is the coldest temp that it gets down there that you that um, maybe I would, most Floridians would call cold? 40s. Oh, no shit. Is that at night or during the day?
1: They're at night. At the, night in uh, January, usually late January. It'll, it'll get pretty cold. Like, I'll go out and go, okay. This is this is kind of
2: cool. Well, th- there's I been times when they like had here. like freezes in the in the orange groves and stuff too. I remember. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it doesn't it just, happen very just, often, but
1: yeah, and I'm I'm also you know on the Gulf side, so you know you get into central and certainly get into you know northern Florida, uh, where there are a lot of the, the orange groves and stuff. It does it, it can get even colder than that, but probably fairly just below freezing, and you know it's just like. But it only lasts a little while, you know? Right. Um, we, had a, we had a period where people were shipping us our ho- their homeless people, and that was a thing for a while. They were what? There they they were people in New York and New Jersey were literally putting homeless people on buses and buying tickets and sending them to Florida. Oh, Florida, yeah. no
2: shit. Well, it'd be, they didn't they didn't oh, want yeah. them there, and they didn't want to kill them by, you know, having them freeze to death, so they figured they'd send them someplace I mean, where they could live outside. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I kind of get the logic of it, you know, like, well, this guy's either going to die here on 42nd Street, or I could give him, you know, put him on a bus, Greyhound for a hundred bucks, and he'll be in Miami. See, I've so got I've, a better chance.
2: I've always had this philosophy, I mean, living where I live up here in the frozen north, that when you get a place where the weather is always pretty nice, it gets weird. You know, yeah. because because I think people who are weird don't want to have to put up with cold or anything like that, or having to travel to get like a loaf of bread. They they want life easy, so they think they're going to go someplace where it's warm all the time, and you know they can pick their food off a tree or something.
1: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, inherently lazy people that end up here, or just grow up here, I don't know, I don't know, I, I grew up I grew up in the Northwest, um, when I got to choose, you know, like, no one was telling me, or there wasn't some, you know, business opportunity, or some economic reason, to go somewhere, I was like, I'm going to go to Alaska, yeah. I was Alaska, and uh, I loved it up there, and it's the opposite, you know, the thing about Alaska, which I loved, was, uh, unlike in a lot of other places, probably like this, I'm sure it's like this there, if someone, like, had a problem like their car was like stopped and they had their flashers on or they were kind of into a snowbank five people would stop immediately
2: yep people pull over those those people, even people who don't yeah, like they, you will help you
1: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah there was a sense of uh uh, uh um mutual survival that kind of uh, was there that uh, you know i appreciate i didn't really like the whole men to women ratio in alaska that was a little rough but yeah. um
0: that's like ten to one, isn't it?
1: Oh uh, God, I don't know. When I was there, I think it was it was seven to one. And it was bad. Like like I had I had this was prior to my wife had a girlfriend. And I remember we were out um, in a restaurant. And we were sitting there, just you know, having a dinner and talking, and this guy just walks over in the middle of our conversation, he goes, "Hey, if it doesn't work out with this dickhead, here's my phone number." And I'm like, <laughs> what? I am like, fuck you,
0: man. (laughs) Damn, fighting words, buddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How long were you up in Alaska? I was there for about three years. What part? Anchorage.
0: Anchorage? We recently Mm -hmm. got listeners up there. That's pretty
2: cool. Hell
1: yeah. Yeah, I've always heard
2: in Alaska, there's a girl behind every palm tree.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You learn to love your sled dogs or something. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, what kind of story we got here, Sanchez? Well, here, we got, we got seems, a Florida story Rather
2: here. rather uh rather recent. disturbing. Uh well, I mean, it's a, the headline is as follows. Naked man arrested in Marion County Dash cam video shows. Where is Marion uh, County? It's in Ocala.
1: Marion County is a uh, horse country. Marion County is about uh I want to say it's about 2 hours north of Miami. It's rural um and it's a lot of horses, a lot, a lot of horse ranches. John had a at a place up there, we had horses.
0: So that's kind of like North Dakota land, except warm. Yeah, it's real. Except it's warm. Real, it's
1: real. Yeah, it's real flat and hot and horses.
2: Yeah. Okay. All of Florida is kind of flat, isn't it? You don't really have mountains or.
1: No way. Well, yeah, The summer's just more. Uh, I guess there's less things built
3: to
2: oh,
1: okay. stand in the way, so it's just yeah. you're it, just it, like looking at looks flat plains. <laughs> it looks flatter, you know. There's no buildings in the way.
2: So, evidently, a naked man was arrested in Ocala, urinated on a deputy's personal vehicle, and punched and kicked a separate deputy's patrol car. Uh, he got in an accident, but they don't know if he was naked when he got in the accident.
1: Well, that's what you do after the accident, obviously, <laughs> <here> in Florida. <laughs> oh, man, that was a lot of work. Said, i got to shed some clothes. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm drunk and high on math, and I've crashed my car into a police station I probably need to get naked now, yeah, and go to Dunkin'
0: Donuts <laughs> just to make the headline. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: So, uh, and our but our favorite, our favorite, 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 uh, yes. public masturbation, being naked in public story is a oh, gal named Vanessa Nessa. Lee Jones, and we really want her on our show. She's thirty-eight year old gal. She's been busted twice for masturbating wow. in public. Once up in. In Pasco County, and once down oh, in your neck of the woods,
1: Malice,
2: huh? Yeah, so last time was unless she's got it again, I don't know. But she was in, got out by a Popeyes, out by the dumpsters. She was stark ass naked, <laughs> flicking her bee <laughs>
1: by the Popeyes. They didn't have the chicken sandwich, just she said, "God damn, I'm just gonna go. I'm oh, just, she I was, this, go." She
2: was in Saint Petersburg.
1: Oh, St. Pete. Yeah.
2: Mm, okay. Yeah, she was in the dumpster wow. outside a chicken joint in Saint Petersburg. So I mean, was what the hell? Nude at the time. What,
0: I, I, you know, I guess this is my North Dakota mind speaking, but what the hell possesses a gal to get naked at a Popeyes in the dumpster and start fucking, you know, scratching the record?
2: I. Yeah. I. I Especially if you're high on meth,
0: because I don't know... Well, if, if you're uh, high on meth, you know, there's a lot of shit that you could do, but god damn it. it's
2: Yeah, but I mean, I've you know, I've tried several things, and I've tried meth before, and I don't think I could get off. <laughs> In a dumpster? No, I mean, period. I mean, I'd have to beat that thing into submission before it would do anything.
1: <laughs> beat it like a Florida stepchild. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: And the other time, she was out front of 7-Eleven and had people filming her doing this. And that was up in Pasco, right?
2: Oh, yeah. 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 uh, yeah, There was a... (laughs) I wrote a poem about her. (laughs) I don't have it handy now or I'd read it to you. Oh, darn it. Yeah, but... uh,
0: I'll insert it right
2: now. Vanessa Lee Jones was bored one day and was looking for something to do or a game to play. She thought about cards or a book or a show, but the crack that she'd smoked made her wanna go, go, go. She wandered outside into the Florida sun, looking for excitement, looking for fun. She walked past cars and hotels and stores. She passed by junkies and pimps and whores, leaning on poles and cars and in front of doors. She was restless and shaky from the rock that she smoked. Then she got an urge. An idea, a thought so clean. I'll go to 7-Eleven and start flicking my bean. So her day was planned, her mission was clear. She would rub one out while people were near. So she got to the door and reached in her jeans and was stroking and poking and feeling kinda mean. She had her finger up to the third knuckle when she noticed the kid and his weird, creepy uncle. She smiled and groaned and started to wiggle. The kid started crying the uncle just giggled. The clerk ran out and told her to stop. She said, I can't. I'm almost there. She opened her eyes and saw the cop. The next thing she knew, she was coming so good, she noticed the kid had his pants full of wood. The cop then grabbed her and slipped on the cuffs and took her away and treated her rough. Her day was complete. The thing that it taught her was, eh, maybe next time I'll do it over by the dumpster <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh yeah, there was uh she would have probably not gotten much trouble, but there was she was standing in the doorway of a 7-11, in the doorway of a 7-11 reaching down her pants, rubbing herself off, and there was a kid watching her. <laughs> and uh the kid's wow. uncle finally said something.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: It took a while. He's <laughs> yeah, like, "Well, yeah. she's not – this isn't very entertaining, son. I'm going to have to call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> but the last right. girl that was ju- the last girl that was doing it here. Now that was a class act.
2: This one, nah. So let's see. Well, we just had
0: a matter. recent recent uh, article that Sanchez sent me. They found a naked girl bound, like tied up. Oh yeah, she had in naked naked the sewer. Rat.
2: In naked girl in a sewer. I can't remember. It was uh Tampa, I think in Tampa yeah and uh, that's
0: that's quite a bit south of you isn't it
1: Tampa's right across the road no Tampa, Holy shit. In Tampa.
2: yeah she was you know in do you remember reading about the gal who, who was stuck in the sewers for like 21 days
1: I remember the sewer girl yes
2: yeah well this is a different girl and she somebody was walking by and they heard somebody screaming so they found her and this just happened a couple days ago found, Huh. found her I down mean, I, in there naked with, I guess her legs were strapped up is how the, the story described it. And she won't come clean. She won't say what happened.
1: She, she won't come clean. <laughs> Those are some <laughs> choice <church> words. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know that she ever was clean. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in all truth, in all truth, there is a lot of, um, uh, well, this you isn't... know, prostitution and trafficking that occurs in, in, in Florida. I mean, we are kind of a port city to a extent. Um, and there's a lot of direct traffic from central and South America. So there's, there's a, there's a, there's a fair bit of that. I had when we were more, um, socially conscious and not just, you know, whatever, getting tattoos and going to hotels. Um, you know, there was, there was several, you know, like, uh, you know, human trafficking organizations here in the in, in the Tampa and General Florida area and it seemed like it was kind of a big deal. It was a little much for me to deal with. I was like,
3: "Does that can make we just you
1: just go kill these? Can does, we kill these people? Yeah, is that wild. Does that well, make you just, worry like, about
0: like raising kids there? I mean, is that like a like a big big concern?
1: Uh, no, because you know." I mean, I raised my kids in a, you know, white middle-class neighborhood. So, um, I think most of those, most of those folks are, you know, brought in from countries. Oh, from a. They're voluntary, but they're, they're, they're kidnapped or goodwings or whatever, drugs in other places. No, I, I, I was lucky in that, you know, I, 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 I think the fact that both me and my wife are not from here, uh, we instilled, you know, all. Four of our, well, my oldest was actually born in Virginia, which is a little bit better, but not the same. Mostly grew up in Florida. All four of our kids really grew up here. They're not, they're not Florida people, and yeah. they kind of get the whole Florida thing. Um, in fact, my daughter recently, she had gone. My oldest had gone to college in um, Washington. That's um, you know pretty much the most liberal college. I think hippy dippy thing you can go to. And, um, she got a degree in geography and political science and whatever. And, um, and, they it, and she was trying to get work as a video person and there was no work. So she moved back here about, I guess it's almost a year now, almost maybe eight months. But, um, she was interesting because she had been trained. She, she went from Florida girl to like, uh, Portland on acid college. <laughs> and there was several, I remember when she was going to school, I was like, yeah, we were, we were, you know, chanting about, you know, how we were all racist. And I'm like, what? So yeah, yeah. Cause we're all racist. And I'm like, why are you racist? She goes, cause I'm white. And I'm like, are you racist? She goes, I don't think so. But I had to say it a bunch of times. I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. Who were the,
0: so the ones calling her racist?
2: her, her teacher te- yeah.
0: oh no shit
2: no, oh, dude he's never no, no, he's no. never been up there uh, other than for just a little bit
1: oh <laughs> uh, no no it was the teachers it was part of the curriculum oh damn it was a part of the part of a i don't know hate yourself therapy session i don't know what the hell was but she came back here and <laughs> so she went so it's just like culture shock and culture shock. she comes back right here and she's like oh my God, fuck Florida. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fuck
0: Florida. So you have any, uh, any immediate plans to try to get out of there or are you
2: there, you're there for the stay? Well, I heard you say something about you were looking for a place up in Brooklyn, right?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at, um, you know, we have the house that we raised the kids in. Um, you, know, it's, it's all, you know, it's, 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 it's gently worn. So there's some, you know, stuff, I need to do around the place to kind of get it up into, you know, shape to sell. I'm in no rush, especially yeah. after the whole pandemic thing happened. But um, I have family not in Portland, but in Vancouver, Washington, um, and uh, they've got you know, it, it's my nephew and his wife, and they have a bunch of kids, and they live on some like organic farm, and they have goats and sheep, and this seemed like a nice change of pace from, you know, the growth. You know, flicking a bean at the
2: Seven Eleven. 11 yeah. You don't yeah, want to it, run it, into it's that shit. My, it's in reality yeah, another country, my, is what it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. how my nephew shear sheep and you know pull potatoes out of the ground. That just seems a little more therapeutic than yeah standing yeah. In line behind the it, mess head, you know, doing scratchy tickets and you know, <laughs> Ste-
2: Stealing a car and then taking it back three days later, trying to trade it into the car lot that you stole it from. That was another one of our <laughs> stories. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's like, you know, it, it, the 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 transitions that these people move through is what's, I think, probably the most fascinating part of it. It's like, so then he throws the alligator and he's through the Wendy's drive-thru. Yeah, right, yeah. He, then he crashes the golf cart he stole into the 7-Eleven, steals beer, and goes to the bingo parlor. You know, it's like, are they, is there some. Is, is, is there some mythical demon creature that has this like wheel that he spins, and he just like picks a person who's like, and now you do this, and now you do this. It's like it's so randomly, chaotically crazy.
2: It's yeah. Just, well, and another wow. another trait that I notice when I'm looking through Florida stories is people stealing like uh, official vehicles, like. Or pissing on them. Uh, Ambulances or fire trucks or police cars. (laughs) It's like.
0: Well, we we had a couple of stories where a guy, or not the same guy, but a guy had stolen an ambulance, gotten stuck in the mud.
2: One one of them had a a patient in the back. Oh, shit. Oh, good lord.
0: Yeah. Well, I could see why you'd want to get the hell out of there. I could see why, uh, like, a 20 year old or maybe 25, 30 year old would want to move down there just for the. uh, the stigma, or the "I've been there" type of thing. Like I've been to Florida when this motherfucker threw a goddamn Gila monster through the drive-through window. I mean, yeah. but as you get older, you don't want to really be associated with that, or be like, oh, I, I, I've, I had no part of that. I was there, yeah. but I didn't do it. You know.
1: Yeah. No. It's it's um. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a. It's, it's a different, a, a weird. It's
0: different, and you know, like no, I said, it's, it's for me from North Dakota. I can't really wrap my head around it because my brain doesn't work that way. I don't know. It's that's why we do our Florida man segment because, goddamn, I'm I'm sure other people around the world would like to hear the crazy shit that goes on down there.
3: That's why oh, we. yeah, do it. I, I, I
1: yeah, I I practically got off of Facebook because I got sick of answering. You know, I have a, you know, all my high school and you know, growing up friends are all up in Seattle and surrounding area and they're like, Hey, little little Florida man I'm like, Yeah, you know what? Okay, I got
2: it, yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at uh at some statistics and it, it turns out and I did some math, there are at any given point in time more people high in Florida than live in North Dakota. Wow! Yeah, yeah. At, at any given point <laughs> in time that. in the day, they said eight eight percent of the people who live in Florida are high at right now.
0: That actually, that makes,
2: which works out to be like a million four hundred thousand something like that. We've got yeah, like eight hundred eight hundred thousand people in our whole state. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was going to say I think the eight percent is being conservative.
2: Well, they said at any given point in time. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> sure some of, some of them have to be sleeping, right? Well
0: not if they're yeah, on uh, meth. Yes. If they're on meth, they don't sleep, you know.
2: So it except wasn't just meth. Except
0: was, three or four times a year.
2: They just classified it as drugs. 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 So have you ever For seen me, anybody I mean, wandering around on that flock of crap? Are you familiar uh, with that one?
1: I am familiar. I don't know. I mean I've seen a lot of people doing a lot of crazy shit, but I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm not you know,
2: sure what, yeah.
1: what what their drug of choice was or they were just fucking crazy yeah he's just just,
2: crazy um, turn your head and look at the look at the line on the road and keep driving right
1: (laughs) yeah we used to have a a guy who lived not but maybe mm, two streets down well his parents didn't he spent a lot of time with them he was in his 40s um he had he, he would travel around um, his gig was he traveled around and he had a big flavor slave kind of clock thing that he had. Yeah. Um, but there were no hands on the clock <laughs> and he pushed, and you know, those little shopping carts, not the big standard ones, but the little ones you get, you yeah. know, he had one of those and he had it decked out with like, uh, lights, like Christmas lights and shit like that. And, um, and then a speaker and then he had some sort of voice modulator thing. And he would go down to Clearwater beach and he would do this whole uh, weird show. I don't even know what it was. And he would talk into the thing. It'd be weird. And, see and I'd see he lived in my neighborhood, so I'd see him, you know, coming back from his gig at the at the beach, um, you know. And then his mom and dad, they lived in this super creepy house. And the, mom, the dad, who's like 100 years old, I swear to God, would come out and mow the lawn in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my kids go... My kids grew up, and they, they called it the creepy house. Cause, the creepy house, of course. And uh, <laughs> I'll never forget my, my my oldest had had left; it had you know wanted to go on to college and one just moved out. Um, but I saw my 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 youngest son, who's twenty one, Saturday, and then my little one, and um, eventually they all died. Whoa. And suddenly, so the so the Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just one day. The one that there was, you know, the old guy was lawn in the, middle of the night. and so they, so we assumed that they were dead, and then you know the the house started sort of falling apart, and then I guess when came in, and, then they tore it down, so they tore the house, they, they you know, so anyway, it was, it's that's that's some Florida man.
2: Yeah, well, you, you know, know, it's bad like, when they don't try to rehab the house; they just tear it down.
1: Oh no, exactly, and it was not. I mean. On the outside, it was probably built. Most of the houses in the neighborhood I live in were built in the twenties, so it had that kind of cool, you know, cool Florida bungalow. We lived near the golf course, kind of vibe. But yeah, they just demolished the whole thing, just leveled it, salted the earth. You know, I kept expecting to go up there and it would be like Carrie, where the hand would kind of (laughs) out of
2: the ground. So have you uh had to People, evacuate for a hurricane?
1: I've evacuated my family. I myself have um usually weathered the storm. I'm that Florida guy. You're like, that Florida guy.
0: You're the guy that's yeah. sitting on the roof with your dog saying, I ain't fucking leaving, huh?
1: Yep, that's me. What was that's that me. latest that's
0: hurricane that's... that went through? Ida or
1: Yeah, we had we had a little bit. Ida was nothing. I mean Ida came off the South. Irma was the one that Irma. really hit us. Yes. Irma, was, Irma came kind of like on the same trajectory as Ida, but instead of just coasting off the coast, it made a kind of sharp right turn into Florida, it went. just south of us.
2: Smack down and, in uh, the middle yeah, of it, your ass, huh? Yeah, those ones that hit yeah, on the it, Gulf side, them are tough ones.
1: Yeah, it hit us pretty hard. Uh, um, I was here. I evacuated the... You know, the wife and the daughter, and I think I was just here with my son and the dogs, you know, because poor man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was rough. I, I we, we, we didn't really have supplies because I'm an asshole. And so we were just <laughs> boarding up what we could. My neighbor had a bunch of bamboo so we, that had blown on our side, so we cut it all down. So we, we, we made this look like some sort of, like, Saigon... Prison camp. <laughs> See, Did you take pictures? Uh, I'm sure I have some somewhere. We boarded up some of the windows using the, using the bamboo, and uh, and then we waited for the storm, and then it came. And uh, my son and I were going out on the kind of the floor a porch thing. And at one point, I had gone out because there was something banging around. I went out, and we had some of the loose um, plywood and shit that we had, you know spare parts and uh i grabbed one of the pieces of plywood and the just at that moment the wind gusted up it picked me up and tossed me into this giant pile of other plywood oh so I got, shit like, thrown into the wood pile by the wind
2: yeah plywood and wind that ain't no joke
1: no it's not it wasn't i i don't know what i, I was probably had you know i probably should have stayed in that i had a beer or two but I was like, I'll move this thing. And then I turned it, and I turned it, and I was fucking, suddenly, I was a fucking kite. Yep. And I remember it picking me up and chucking me about <laughs> oh, six shit. feet into this pile of shit. And I'm pram And then I come inside, and my son uh, was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I don't know. Just... Don't go out there with plywood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay inside and get me a beer. And like, light. A big one. <laughs> so how yeah, long, how long did that last? um let's see that's probably about the entirety of the storm it was like rough it's probably three hours oh that's before. it oh,
2: okay yeah, they, they tend to move through pretty fast i mean the, the damage yeah. though those horrendous
0: well what we heard about katrina i mean that's you know a little bit over but i thought that was like a two-day deal where they fucking got their asses kicked
2: no it well it starts off you know with the wind depends on where you're sitting and and when uh when that wind hits, that's that's what does you end. Okay.
3: Yeah,
1: see I, I, the thing the thing the thing about Katrina and some of those that hit like uh, Texas and the and, and the panhandle and that shit, they're coming at you and they're coming straight at you. It's like straight it's like at a, yeah. a head on collision in a car and all these other ones for us on the the, 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 the west coast. They're usually just kind of, like, scrape and bias on their way to go. Like a side something swipe, else. then. Okay, okay. are yeah, like a side swipe, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, and then, like, you know, down there, you know, Louisiana and, and that area, they're all really, really low country.
0: Well, so is Florida.
2: Yeah, but not like Louisiana. Louisiana is way, I mean, South Florida down in Everglades is really low. Ah. But, like, yeah, I mean, New I'm, Orleans is below yeah. sea level. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm literally... <laughs> it's funny because um, there's um, the the street that's like three blocks up from where my street is, is called Highland and it's because it's on a hill. <laughs> and the, defi- the definition of hill is so funny. So, I remember my kids, cause they grew up here. They're like talking to me like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm like, How, well, where's your friend land? They're like, Oh, well you go, to, you go to the top of the hill and then you make a left. And I'm like, what the fucking hell are you talking about? (laughs) And then finally I figured out, I'm like, oh, they're talking about this like gradual,
3: gradual slope. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. the slope. So I remember taking my kids out west and like, I remember seeing mountains for the first time. They were just like, it was kind of awesome because they were just fucking like, oh my God, dad, what a, yeah, These are mountains, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a fucking mountain, actual mountain. Well,
0: here in North Dakota, we have a a little spoof called the Kilder Mountains, (laughs) which aren't mountains at all; they're just hills.
2: They're not even moraines. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I can imagine your kids being all awestruck at actually seeing actual mountains, and you know, compared to the hill. Yeah, you you know, we drove through the West. We drove through
1: like the Colorado Rockies. Oh yeah, they're like what the fuck, you know, like, am I on the same planet? I'm like, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, even to get to Colorado, didn't you have to go through the Appalachians coming from Florida?
1: Uh, we've, we've done that too, sure. But, yeah. I mean, you can go, you can go, <laughs> I sound like a episode of the Californians. You can take uh, I-75 <laughs> to, the, to, to the 4, and then you take the 4, and you go straight through New Orleans and, and you know, the south, and then you cut up from, usually it's from West Texas.
3: Oh, okay. So you
1: you can avoid the Appalachians altogether. Oh, okay, but I've, I've certainly taken my kids there, and we've done that. We've done that drill too.
0: Just show them that there there are other places other than Florida.
1: Oh yeah, no, I mean my 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 daughter moved out west, and she lived in Pacific Northwest for a while, um, so she got all that experience. Um, nice. My son, my oldest son, lived in L.A. for a while because he's that guy. Um, then he spent some time in South America cause he had a girl he was trying to bang down there and then he came back and now he's back here in, in, in Florida. All right
0: on. Sounds like you had a hell of a fucking journey and then you ended up in Florida and I'm glad we got to talk to you cause holy shit.
2: Have you got any like side gigs going? Any, uh, your own podcasts or anything? Have else you seen? thought you of starting another podcast? Bush or promoter? I, I,
1: Yeah, no, I'm thinking about, I haven't started it, but I'm thinking about doing something like a a side sort of podcast, maybe eventually YouTube thing with my daughter. She and I um, are huge movie nerds.
0: Like a movie Um, review?
1: Yeah, like kind of a movie review, but we would do kind of like those movies you've never heard of. Like that would kind of be our angle. Like we're not going to talk about the Avengers movies, but we're going to talk about that 1960s French kind of thing. Nice. So anyway, so... (laughs) <laughs> i'm thinking about doing something like that with her just because i think it would be fun and she's here and um oh, yeah and give us give us some dad and daughter time because i don't know how long she's gonna i don't know how long my 26 year old daughter's gonna want to live with mom and dad before she's like okay i'm done with this
2: <laughs> well don't forget the like the old film noir stuff you know some of that old black and white because oh i love that stuff oh, I, i've got a giant collection of it and it's i, I watch it all the time
1: yeah, no, I mean that's 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 one of the things that you know. And, um, you,
0: and you said it would be YouTube or audio.
1: Well, we'll probably start because we, we we originally talked about doing a YouTube thing, and um, and then that just got to be you know like oh my god now and, and you know both of us are you know fucking artist perfectionist people like <laughs> now we have to make a studio and have a studio we were like, <laughs> and we like and it just turned into this like. Fundamental oh, yeah. thing that we were never going to do because we had all to have all this other stuff we had to have together before we could do it. So, um, like I said, we're gonna—I'm gonna be spending some some quality time with older kids this weekend, and I, I'll probably talk to her about doing that. I don't have anything. I know that we're probably going to be calling it exposed film.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, we're, what what I think our initial thing would be is to find those. Those hidden gems that you don't get on Netflix and, and Amazon and like the, the 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 algorithm doesn't serve up. Well,
0: I'm gonna say um, first, fuck Netflix, fuck Amazon, because those movies suck
2: ass. Uh, Netflix <laughs> Netflix does some pretty good stuff. I, yeah, I'll, I'll get once a
0: promise. year. No, once a year. You need to look into the deep dive. You like like Brendan was saying the the yeah, like the, the older the dark back the dark back. You know yeah. it's. I'm sick of those fucking streaming platforms, Sanchez. There's not a goddamn good movie on there. You get one movie maybe every three months. That's one good
2: I, fucking movie. I read all my movies.
1: <laughs> and right. I, well, and that, that, was, that was the idea that we had is that, you know, she and I would sit there and just, you know, just scan through. We'd spend more time trying to find a movie than we would watch the movie. And I thought to myself, well, what if we just did all that homework for people and said, hey, right now on Netflix, you need to watch whatever you know. The, yeah. the Crow's Nest, which is this weird movie you've never heard of. It was done on a budget, and it's amazing.
0: And here's why. Nice, yeah. And then yeah. Nice. Fuck
2: yeah, Brandon. That yeah. That sounds like an excellent idea. Well, yeah, you, so you let us
0: know if that happens, and then we'll 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 promote your stuff on our stuff, and you know, vice versa. I, I, I will.
1: I will definitely let you know. My, my, my daughter, Bridget, is a big fan of yours, although I don't know that she's ever listened to you guys. But I think after we did the show, because she's always interested, like, so how did your podcast go? And I'm like, oh, we did these guys, Sanchez Del Dorado and Shanty Pants. She's like, what?
0: <laughs> From North Dakota.
1: <laughs> and I said, they're in North Dakota. And then I had her watch a little bit of one of your YouTube videos. And she's like, I love these people. And she, she like, <laughs> took some of your stickers
2: nice she's
1: she's a big she's a big fan well tell her thank you happy to hear that i will definitely do that awesome oh and by the way the music video stuff you guys do is fantastic oh thanks that that
0: uh i've got a a few buddies down here they have a couple bands and you know we decided to shoot a few videos and you know i i wanted to try video is a lot of work brandon it's a lot. Yeah, well, that's of work.
1: what that's that's my what my daughter does, and it is a lot of work.
0: I mean, with so that one part of what one camera, yeah, one shot, not a problem. But once you start adding like multiple cameras, multiple shots, it's uh like I I had my brother's band down here in our basement. Uh, John, Johnny, Johnny Saturn, Saturn, Johnny Saturn. I don't know if you saw that video. It started off kind of rough because I was just getting used to it, but. I had mm-hmm. like three different cameras set up and I had the whole band down here and I kind of multi-shot it and it turned yeah. out excellent, in my opinion. But it took me about a month to edit all that together because I had the audio on one track, but then I had to sync yeah. the video, like each shot, because I was like, well, I'm going to get him doing this and him doing that. I was like, well, it's... Once you get it down, it's, you know, it's great. And I hope you and your daughter can do that too with your, with your video. Just, you know, it's, it's a process, but in the end, if you can, if you're satisfied with it, it, it's all, it's all great.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, and and that's, you know, this is what she wants to do. So I thought, well, you know, here's a way to, you know, practice a skill. Yeah. It's just, it's a soft, it's a soft who gives a shit. We'll have fun doing it. And there's all sorts of stuff we can learn, you know. And, exactly. And so, um, but I think I think I need to. I think we're going to spark it off with just doing a, an audio thing. Um, yeah, and
2: we'll go from there.
1: But I'll let you know as soon as uh, as soon as we uh, as soon as we hit the
2: streets. All right. That is awesome, Brandon. Hey, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, I want to.
1: Yes, thank you
0: for coming on tonight. Uh, you can find Brendan along with Matt and Greg at QSBlawoffices.org dot org if you want to check out the website. They have a podcast called Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker.
2: You can and get them on any of your major
0: streaming platforms. Any platform out there. And, Brendan, once again, thank you for sharing your stories tonight. Uh, I know Greg said that uh, you have many stories, but you're so coy, and you don't want to really give up that, <laughs> that much information, which which is fine. I mean, we, we got a hell of a show tonight out of you.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, one of the things parting thing in terms of Greg's thing, cause I, I listened to it and I was like, Oh God, I, I felt like I should call him up and go, dude, I'll tell you some stories. But, <laughs> um, cause I it felt sort of sad at you, but I, I, from a very young age, um, decided that, you know, to me, the whole purpose of life was an adventure. It was just, It wasn't about making money. It wasn't about because I didn't have any as a kid. It wasn't about status. It wasn't about any of the things that you know. I think a lot of people end up struggling with. I just wanted to have one crazy adventure after the next, and um, I ended up getting kind of interrupted in that and taking a corporate gig for you know eight years because I had to raise the family, and then about I don't know three four years ago I stopped doing that and I'm kind of back to oh back to the adventure. So you know, but yeah.
0: I think in a um, nutshell, a of, in a nutshell, Brendan, your motto would be live it.
1: Yeah. When it comes yeah, to life, just, like,
0: just fucking live it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, I, 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 so this will, this would be my shout out because I'm sure Matt and, and Greg will both listen to it. I wish both of those guys would do more and I wish I, I could push them to expand what they could do because they're both very talented people and they're both very smart and I feel like they're holding themselves back. They're going to be having a hell of
0: a lot more fun. Well, I don't think Matt's going to listen. He said he's more of a YouTube guy. But I think (laughs) what he doesn't understand is these past three shows, I don't know if I said this already, but we promoted the shit out of your guys' show because that's how much we enjoy it. I mean, there's no other reason why we'd have you all on separately. And then for our 100th, we're going to have you all on together to have our listeners get the full effect of the quibble squabble and bicker.
2: <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That's, I mean, and then everybody will realize why we had you on separately because there's no way we can get one <laughs> long story from anybody when yeah. all three yeah. you guys are in the same, no, on the just, same line. No, it's absolutely true.
1: And we
0: appreciate you guys coming on too, because, you know, I know I said at the beginning, it was about milking content, but honestly, no, it's, you all have a story that's separate from Quibble Squabble, and Bicker even though we touched on it through every episode you know how you mm-hmm. all got together on it you all have a separate journey that i'm sure our listeners are going to be fucking fascinated with i mean that's that's the bottom line right there so right. i want to thank you brendan for taking the time to talk to us because you know our tens and tens of listeners will truly appreciate it and after this one, well, we might have tens and tens and tens of listeners.
1: Hey, you know, tens and tens makes 20s, and 20s makes 40s, and yeah. all that.
0: And it's all out there for anybody who wants to listen. So anybody out there who's curious to what we're talking about, check out qsblaw.org.org and law office is quibble, squabble, and bicker. You will not regret it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brendan. thanks, Brandon. You have a great night, and once again, happy anniversary. Oh,
3: uh,
1: thanks. I'll let the wife
0: know. All right, have a good night, man. We're gonna okay. we're, we're gonna send him off with a little bit of what we started him off with. A little bit of this. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday.
3: so good